If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. you've got the questions. Oh, we've got the answers. Welcome to Ask Eliza Anything, the show where you write in your questions, probably about your roommate, a racist relative, an ex-boyfriend, that one cute guy you think you want to make out with, but your job at Donut Hut is so valuable at 18. What's going to happen? We're here. Some sage wisdom answering your questions. Kick it! Tuli underscore S. Hi, Eliza and Emily. I'm currently dealing with a friend situation and is hoping you could help me out. Oh, this is the place to come for well, friend situations. One of my good friends asked me if I wanted to take a trip with everyone. We have a pretty close-knit group. Hold on, hold on. Trip with everyone. <laughs> to Denver. Denver. In the next couple weeks. City of beef. Mm-hmm. We live in Dallas and we would stay at an Airbnb. That's a drive north. I said that sounds like fun, but I'd only go if we drive because it's not safe to go in airports and fly right now. She got pretty defensive and said that her boyfriend wouldn't drive that far, about 10 hours. I understand it's kind of a long drive, so I suggested maybe we go somewhere closer where we, where everyone would feel comfortable driving and Why that was you, shot down as well. Why would you want to take a road trip to Dallas? I to- I, no, they're in Dallas. They want to go to Denver. Okay. I told her that I refused to fly due to public safety concerns and a that if they won't compromise on their convenience, then they'll be leaving me out. Her response was just to say that there will be other trips. She texted me the next day asking if we can move forward from the fight, and I told her I wanted to, but I was really hurt by what she said and needed an actual apology in order to move on. Ew, wait, hold on. What she said was there'll be other trips. Why do you need an apology? Uh, I guess because she's like, do you want to go on this trip? And this girl was like, she yeah, doesn't want to go drive? on the trip. She's like, no. Why is she? Apo- you shouldn't have to apologize for she's ignorant. She shouldn't have to apologize. She's obviously too stupid to apologize to you. But here's the thing. Okay. Her reply was, I'm sorry you felt that way. Oh, the most manipulative, <laughs> which everyone knows it, is a shit apology. It is not an apology as the recipient of one for most of my life from a certain relative. It is not an apology. It's a Go fuck yourself. That's what that is. (laughs) Now, she's been struggling with mental health issues, anxiety, depression since well before COVID. And this situation obviously hasn't hasn't? helped. I'm trying to be respectful of that and understand that she may be going through it. Nope. But what she may be going through. But at the same time, I feel like just because someone has a mental health issue, it doesn't give them the right to hurt me and get a free pass on it. Am I wrong? Should I just accept her apology and move on or hold my ground? I don't want to lose her as a friend. And she said she doesn't want to lose me, but I don't want to just roll over anytime I get hurt by her. This is the first, it says this is the first time this has happened. Okay, look, I don't know. Love you and literally everything you put out there. Thank you so much. Your friend is rude. I get it. Your friend is rude and your friend is stupid. I'm sorry. And by the way, don't conflate like, because she has mental health issues, one has nothing to do with the other. Your friend is ignoring public health and safety warnings. You're doing, even though the world is out there sipping on margaritas made of duck fat and whatever people (laughs) eat on porches and patios, people are out. But there's a reason we've seen a spike in this as all health Mm -hmm. professionals forecasted what happened. You're doing the responsible thing. Your friend is too selfish and too self-involved to mm-hmm. see that that's a self, the, that what you're saying is the right thing. I think she's like, oh, you're being kind of a narc. 
I, I'm not the kind of person that's ever been like, I need an apology. I don't care if you're too stupid to give one. I don't need it. You need to just know that you're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe you should talk with your friend about like statistics and things like that, because it seems like she's unwilling to face the truth. I guarantee you're both white. Um, and so your friend, uh, let her go on her typhoid Mary expedition. Let her spread that bubonic plague, but you're not wrong. And she didn't have to be so curt, mm-hmm. but you know what I found? Sometimes I've had friends like that where like, they always say like the rude thing or they just don't text back. Do it right fucking back to them. Not a tit for tat, but like, no, she was rude to you. You're the one that doesn't need to make amends. Mm-mm. You said something, you were on the right side of the health of the health mm-hmm. and law. So be like, here's uh, I'm trying to be respectful of our society and health and safety of others. And it's weird that you were so dismissive. I'm wondering what's going on with the rest of the group because she says it's a tight-knit group. Are they all getting on a plane with her or are they like you and you guys can take your own separate driving trip? I love to be the Lorax. I love to be the friend that stands on the stump of the tree and I'm like, "Uh, legally speaking, statistically speaking, morally speaking, you be the heretic and you go against what they're saying and you know what? They're all going to get the vid. Yeah. The cove. Yeah, if your entire tight-knit group was willing to go on pl- a plane, I, I, that's, I don't know what's going on But by the them. way, like, I would get on a plane if somebody offered me a gig. I just think it seems, since it's just a trip, it seems a little selfish. What a lot of people are doing, as I found out yesterday, because I was like, I need a break. Maybe something in an Airbnb. Everything's booked. So mm-hmm. a bunch of rich people behind your back were already, like, planning vacations. Mm-hmm. Getting on a plane... If you live in Dallas, there are plenty of like camping sites and there's all of Texas to go through. It seems a little selfish just for a fun trip. Yeah. So your friend uh, sounds deeply stupid. You, you can, I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. The purple coffee. What is this desire of yours to have like an end cap? And you, um, welcome back to Emily chat. Sometimes I punctuate it perfectly and then they're just going to hear you high C burping. <laughs> but sometimes then I ask the question, then you cut me off to talk more Not when sometimes. I'm moving on to the next question. Not sometimes, always. So okay. then the next question gets messed up. It's fine. They're fine. Nobody wants to hear a bunch of cats giggling at each other. That's you and me. Or a baby orca and the mama orca. Mm. The wait, wait, just for people who don't know. Mama, I love you. Do it. <laughs> Emily looks like an orca because she's white and black. The purple coffee. Hi, Liza and Emily. Thank you for keeping me somewhat sane this quarantine. I have always been ambidextrous, but acted as a righty because it's just more convenient. Yeah, and you don't want to be burned as a witch. Got it. Nobody in my family has ever made a big deal of it, so I thought it was completely normal and that everyone could use both hands equally. The other day I was bored out of my mind and made a silly video writing with both hands at the same time. I sent it to my friends and they flipped out. This riveting discovery has opened the doors for sick party tricks. Your friend needs a hobby Any and better parties. Can I, how can I put this newfound and rather useless gift to good use? For reference, I could draw with both hands at the same time. And as I mentioned, write with both hands. I know it's silly. I probably just need a hobby. Okay. I don't know how you can commodify. I don't know how you can monetize this gift. Uh, I don't. Do I think you're able to commodify it in any way? It is a very lame party trick. That being said, my Nana uh, was also blessed with the uh, mediocrely stunning ability to write uh, ambidextrously at the same time, as am I. I will demonstrate that for you now, right here, as I Okay, but it's a podcast and no one can see Uh, it. There's a video right here. Of just this. Oh my God. I'll post this. You're just, it's like, you're just here to naysay me. I just don't want people to be listening. Like, what am I missing? Oh, this is good content. I'm upset by this because it's very creepy looking. There you go. Perfect penmanship. (laughs) That's not bad. No. And, And that is without practice for many years. And if I had practice, I could do better. But I... I I see your homemade skill and I raise you something relevant. Is this relevant? To the question. This is pretty, here, take a picture. Oh. Um, you know what? It's just that, a party trick and I would save it for when you attend a dull party and everyone's falling asleep and you're like, hey guys, who wants to see simultaneous writing with both hands? And people will gather. Right. People were excited about it when you posted it because they never knew about it. Now they know. Now they know. So sorry, Purple Coffee. 
You have to, I don't That's know, it. go back to saving lives. I'm not sure what you do. Mm. Or just being yourself. You don't have to use both hands for people to like you. You hear that, boys? You hear that, girls? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Anonymous. If you're using both hands, you're working with something special. <laughs> Anonymous. Hey, Eliza, baby, Armin Tofu. I work for an airline and I'm on temporary layoff until things start going back to normal. It's been about three months now. While I welcomed the time off as my fiance and I moved into a new house in February, Remember so we had when you lots to do. Really struggled with saying and am on like a couple <laughs> of years. We had lots to do for improvements. My mental health, not super great. I find myself ruminating on things from the past and have mild moments of anxiety. I'm sure many are suffering mentally with this whole situation. I'm wondering if you had any advice on coping. Oh, remember that one girl in high school that you wanted to say something to? Remember that one interaction last week? Every embarrassing thing I've ever done. I'm just (sighs) laying at home like. Here's the thing. Remember. I wrote about this extensively in Girl Logic. I'm going to give you some very precious words. Feel free to tattoo them on you. This was. I'm pretty sure part of one of my high school yearbook quotes, we didn't do it like under, but Michelle and I have both agreed on this forever. You ready? Mm. Nobody cares. Yep. Move forward in this life ensconced in the warm knowledge that literally almost anything you do, nobody cares about. Good or bad. Typically, they only care if you do something bad, but that awkward interaction, that weird thing, the person... The other person involved is so into thinking about themselves, they didn't even notice and they rarely fault you for it, okay? So barring out it being super egregious, 
like punching someone in the face and screaming all lives matter. Uh, nobody cares. I, I don't know if anxiety is the word, but I definitely at night, my brain is just playing me. I have like this rule where I can't listen to music eight hours before I go to bed. Cause I'm just in bed. Like, like it's just a nonstop squirrel carnival in my head. I try to go to bed and I soothe myself by being like, your only job now is to sleep. Nobody's thinking about you or what you've done. Even during working hours, very few people are actually thinking about you. Don't be so self-centered. And I say that with love. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And if they do, they're not going to have the guts to tell you. So just fade away into the ether knowing that none of this has mattered. You're sleeping now. You're sleepy time, girl. Kick it! Anonymous. Hi, Liza and Emily. My two best friends and I have been- But hold on. I'm sorry. Don't you agree with me? Yeah, but uh, yes, absolutely. But I, it doesn't matter that the other person is never going to think about it again. I'm going to think about it forever as much as I tell myself that it doesn't matter. And that just is what it is. For me, it's less about past conversations and more about forecasting fake conversations. And I've been with Noah where I'm like, yeah. And then she'd probably be like, oh, why did you post that? And then Noah will be like, and what would you say? And I'm like, well, then I would be like, well, you're such a bitch all the time. And like, no one likes you. Not even, none of the comics do. And he's like, and then what would she say? I'm like, and then she'd be like, well, I just really want attention. I feel like I'm not acknowledged. He's like, then what would you say? And it never has happened. It never will happen. We prepare ourselves for these arguments that will never go perfectly the way that we want to. There's, I'm sure, a lot of books about living in the now. If you can actually get yourself to be present in what you're doing, it's actually very freeing. But it takes a lot of work. I'm not saying I've done it. In order to keep myself from just thinking when I lay in bed at night, because it takes me a while to fall asleep. Killing my employer. I I have to listen to, I listen to, there are... Three don't improv podcasts I listen to that are like Stop. old and on Stitcher Premium, and they haven't put out new episodes in ages. And I will listen. I've listened to all the episodes of like with mm. special guest Lauren Lapkus probably ten plus times per episode because it's it's funny and it's like an improv thing. But I know exactly what's going to happen because I've heard it so many times. There's a comfort in that. Yes. Yeah. So every single night, that is what I fall asleep listening to. Is one of those things. Okay. Well, that's insane. Um, because either way, because it's, I know it's going to happen. It keeps me just engaged enough that I'm not thinking. We get it. Yeah. It's it's weird. Um, but it's the reason I watch Frasier over and over because Mm -hmm. I will tell you this, we are living in an age right now where it's gone from recreational to mandated that everyone, are you watching Hulu? Did you watch these 12 shows on Amazon? Are you watching Acorn, the subsidiary of Amazon? Have you downloaded Peacock? And it's just, it's less about like, oh my God, a fun show and more like you have to watch this show. Mm-hmm. And it's overwhelming. And mm-hmm. at least for me as an entertainer, a lot of stuff I watch stresses me out because I'm like, I read for that. I had that idea. I wanted to work with that person. I didn't get like, it all ties back to me. Mm-hmm. So doing something innocuous, whether it is listening, like I enjoy Aaron Mankey's lore. That's just mm-hmm. me. I can't listen to scary but stuff. Even when I listen to it, I get anxious because I, I, I get nervous that I'm not retaining enough of it. And I always have to remind myself like there's no test. Nobody's no. ever going to ask you if you have like historical knowledge of Black Aggie or like some weird sculpture. So, mm-hmm. or like the original origin of vampires. So- Try to do something innocuous, even a meditation app, but something that helps you transition from high-speed hamster wheel to sleeping beast. Can I ask you a question? Yes, please. Why are vampires like the sexy monster? Because of Hollywood. But like, why did they, like... It's Hollywood. It's, it all had to was do a with... happenstance that they stumbled upon making vampires hot? It was something like, it wasn't typhoid. It was some disease and they thought, it's an episode of lore. It's called like they made a tonic and it's like mm-hmm. they ended up, they thought if you ate the person's heart, it mm-hmm. would cure it. So they dug up someone yeah. and ate her heart and that's where Marie Shelley, not Frankenstein, Bram Stoker got the idea right. for Dragon. So really, in the, they, he used elements of Lab the Impala. And then right. Taylor, not the guy who drives an Impala. Um, so it's all made up. They made it sexy because Hollywood is sexy. But like Bella Lugosi, vampire, not hot. But then I think um, they were like, Gary Oldman, he was kind of gross actually, but it was like a hot, like Keanu was in that, right? Everything is hot. Everything gets hotified because good looking people are fun to watch. What isn't hot ever is zombies because you are falling apart. Um, no. But it's fun to make them hot. And then all these like 15-year-old girls in suburbs are like, I'm going to be a witch too. Like we saw the craft. We were all like, down, get me black candles, times it by three. (laughs) Kick it. I bind you, Nancy. (sighs) Anonymous. Hi, Liza and Emily. 
my two best friends and I have been a trio for the last 15 years, but I am becoming frustrated with them as they are always so disconnected from current events. Can't have three. I know we all share the same basic views, but I can never get them to engage in conversation about Black Lives Matter, politics, climate change, or much of anything else. It's boring to just exchange photos of our pets and family gossip. Should I ask them why they never engage in substantial conversation about politics and social issues? I did once years ago, and they admitted they just didn't keep up to date on stuff like I do. But we are nearly in our 30s, and they still have their heads in the sand. Since we are all white, they must not feel the urgency of what's going on. One is a therapist to children, and she could certainly do with more education about BIPOC experience in America. America, to be a more effective therapist, willingness to stay ignorant has a real impact on other people. Okay, two things. One, I say this all the time. It actually should be the name of the podcast. It's okay to lose friends. It is okay to outgrow friends. You've been friends with them for years and you're, this is about the time that you kind of start to come into a different phase of your life. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to stay friends with them. You use some friends for some things and some for others. I really respect you wanting to grow um, in terms of social issues. I also would be careful that, you're not opening up like a Pandora's box, meaning make sure that you know what the hell you're talking about. Ooh. And also don't be just, and I'm just saying, just because you read an article, you're not the arbiter of information just because they know even less. Mm-hmm. Maybe suggest you all read a book, you all listen to a podcast. Hey, oh, here's book something- club. Yeah, book club, racial book club. Uh, something that's, you know, that's, you could all engage in together, read an article, pass it along and be like, what do you think? Some people just will never care. And some people care about things that other people don't care about. And that's okay. I really respect you as a white person wanting to have these conversations. Um, maybe you could figure out a way that it pertains to them, get them one-on-one in person, but make sure that this is something that you can speak about and you're passionate about, and you're not just fueled by the fact that they know less mm-hmm. because there's the version where you meet someone who's really passionate about it and they would exhaust you. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're filling your mental well and you're doing the reading. And if they want to come along, great. If not, that's okay too. But what's important is that you're on that journey mm-hmm. the most. And may, you have certain friends for certain reasons and they, they want to send pet pictures and talk about their family. And, and, you, the, and by wanna... the way, there's nothing wrong with that. No. And, and some people may just, maybe it is something they're interested in that they're just not comfortable talking about because maybe they feel like they don't have all the information. So I wouldn't necessarily write them off for it, but no. maybe seek that out from, from other people in your life. You know, so that's it. Make sure that you know what you're talking about first. Mm. Yeah. We've had that problem with this podcast. <laughs> Kick it. Two years ago, I moved to a little mountain city. My life overall is so much happier and I spend my free time skiing, hiking, or swimming in a lake. What a day. I am so proud of myself for moving somewhere that I didn't know anyone and I have a nice little group of friends that I've made. I am part moose. Just... Just about the day I moved in and started my new job, what seemed like my soulmate waltzed into my office and asked me out. We hung out a few times as friends and it was clear that there was something special between us. Mm. I pushed back and said that we could never officially date because we worked together. He technically reports to me. Homie replied by saying he would love to see me every day at work and after. Cut to a frustrating year of us being on and off again due to these dynamics. It was tumultuous. But when we are good, we have amazing chemistry, seem to care about each other's goals, and share a very similar lifestyle. I also have never been so attracted to someone in my entire life. Now I am transferring to a different job, and Homie is pursuing me again. Stop calling him Homie. I, I'm reading. <laughs> I want to be with him so badly, and in my heart, I feel like it's going, like it's okay to give him another chance because it's finally okay for us to be together and not hide things. But last year he stood me up, ghosted when things got intense, and then would come back weeks later. Is it because he put me in a box of, we can't be official, so I'm going to just have sex with her? Or is it because he will never respect me and he doesn't deserve another chance? Sorry, I know it's long. I appreciate your thoughts and look up to you so much. Oh my God, thank you so much. Uh, New job, teeny mountain town. Look, first of all, you don't have a lot of options. You're in teeny mountain town. Second of all, you described him as your soulmate, not me. Third of all, give it a chance. I'm not hearing anywhere in here, like he really broke my heart. It sounded like you, at least from what you're saying, unless you're making excuses, like I pushed him away, I pushed him away. Mm -hmm. Men are very black and white. So there's a version where you pushed him away and he was like, great, I'll take the hint, peace. Mm -hmm. Give him another chance because now you can actually have a normal relationship without all the pitfalls of fear. Yeah. And and move with honesty and open communication. Be like, I can be with you, I love you. See if he's different. Give it one more try. Give it one more try. In, In these new circumstances. You seem to love him. I want to move to this mountain town. 
Not before me. <laughs> you can't come there. I'll go and send for you. Kick <laughs> it. What mountain town? I want to know. That sounds, she spends her days swimming and skiing. There are so many cute mountain towns, and there's one. It's a secret one. Okay, that don't I say go it. When I play San Diego, it's called Julienne. And it's like an hour outside of San Diego. It's in the mountains and it's by this beautiful lake. And it's, I've never gotten to go when it's cold, but I went and they have like pie shops and like all these old timey things. And it just seems super, like a super cute, chill place to live. Mm -hmm. Um, But America is replete with these teeny, actually the world is (laughs) replete with teeny tiny mountain towns that aren't New York City or Los Angeles. Love a mountain town. Love a barrel candy store. Love a whorehound candy bag. You've been to Savannah, right? No. Really? Because they just are like, our candy shop has all our windows open and we're turning the taffy for your eyes to see. I mean, that's a very old Americana. (laughs) I've seen that and I love those. And it's always shiny. It's like nobody wants taffy, but you're like, (gasps) this is fun. I love, love vanilla saltwater taffy. None of that flavored shit. Okay, I'm. If somebody gives me a taffy, I'm pumped about it. But but presented a taffy and a candy bar, I'm gonna choose the candy bar. No, vanilla saltwater taffy, even oh, a banana good. laffy taffy. No, laffy taffy. No, no, no. It has to song? be like salt water. Remember that song? Shake that laffy taffy. Oh, oh that laffy taffy. Like what body part are we talking about? So that means you have a butt that's shiny and rock hard, unless it's. <laughs> In the sun, and then it's melty, and it doesn't pull out your fillings. <laughs> I laffy taffy, not right, <gasps> but a soft saltwater taffy. Yeah, has yeah. to be vanilla. You go to Connie Vanilla's and Ted's good. here, and they always have peppermint. You eat it, you're like, oh, I'm looking for the vanilla, and they always have other flavors. Those barrel candy stores would be like, we have apricot and root beer. I just want salted mm. vanilla. Oh, I will, I will go to town, and don't give me chocolate. Hello, mm. taffies, underrated. Well, it, it, I like taffy because it evokes a, like, you, you, you're you on, a, you're by a water, you're taking a break, it's a casual taking candy. A taking it's a, a candy you eat when you're really relaxing. When you're strolling with your parents in Victorian New England. Yeah. Like, you're not here, you're not at home working, like, eating a taffy. I've, I have taffy. You don't have saltwater taffy. I do, from Connie Why? and Ted's. Well. I, I brought some home, like, forever ago, and it's still there. And it's gotten bad. And our friend Ari Colander's restaurant, now. they give taffy because it's seafood, salt water. Mm. But it's mint, so. No, that's like those little, you know those little puffy mints? Yep. It's, what is it? It's is neither it, refreshing it's not, nor satisfying. No. Okay. Kick it. Stephanie G. Newman. Hey, guys, love the pod. Thanks. My yeah. question is how to not lack t- toxic work environments get to you. Well, I am a teacher and newly out of college and I've always struggled with taking things personally and comparing myself to others. Oh, I do too. I have realized how toxic any work environment can be, especially in education where everyone is trying to be their best and many people can be very fake. How do you stay professional and positive in a work environment where you don't let the negativity get to you? Oh, so you're describing all of entertainment? Yeah. Look. So yeah, teaching and edu- education and, and entertainment, same I wouldn't think that. I, 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 I don't know. I guess, I guess what I'm getting from this is that all. Everyone's terrible. Everyone's terrible. Unless you're a doctor, in which case you're just exhausted. And you're like, I just, please. Oh. Um, you will just like in any other industry, find your people. Entertainment is replete with rapists. Love that <laughs> word today. Well, I've been. Uh, replete, not rapist. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, um, narcissist, uh, gigantic children with huge egos, mm-hmm. liars, cheaters. And then every once in a while, I meet someone that's like on my wavelength, a good person, moral code, moral compass. Mm-hmm. You just like anything in life, like dating, you just got to keep licking until you find the toad that's right for you. So you find the one teacher that you're cool with. You find someone that's not a backstabber. You find someone that doesn't make you anxious or you find someone that's too stupid to know that you're running game on them. Mm. But the truth is it's everywhere. Find the positivity, stay out of it. There are plenty of celebrities that like you never see their name in the news. You never see them on the cover of a shitty magazine. You never see them like getting papped because like they mind their fucking business. And there's a way to do that. Sandra Bullock. There you go. And even she got dragged into it for a little bit. And even when she did, she was like, I'm not doing this. No, and that's why she came out just so I'm just saying. Okay, this is not your podcast. I don't talk about Sandra Bullock. She's amazing, but I don't talk about her. Uh, That's it. You've just got to find your water seeks its own level. And that's it. Don't get bogged down with a bunch of shitty people. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of comics that I love that I wish you could be friends with. And then there are plenty of comics that I are always around and I think they're garbage. And I just, 
I don't go out of my way to be friends with those people. What about the um the the comparing yourself, taking it personally? We all do it. By the way, everyone is lying. That's like, just you know, have your blinders on, stay in your lane, don't take it personally. Their success has nothing to do with yours. Bullshit. Their success is in direct correlation with yours. Especially if you're up for the same gig, maybe you fit the same part, maybe there can only be one in certain things. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the end all be all, but you get ahead in life by assessing where everyone else is and where and that's how you compare yourself and you can do it in a healthy way. Like I can look at this. I'm just making this up. Like let's say there's a, let's say there's a game show that needs a host and I can find out who else is doing that and what else those people are doing. And am I better than them? And I can see who's reading for what and what comics are doing what and who's doing specials with who. And you kind Mm -hmm. of see where you fall in. I don't let it rule me and I don't let it become uh, the main thing that I think about, which I guess would be ruling, but there's an art to it. So yeah, if there's another teacher, maybe they're doing a special Teach for America thing. Now you know about it. Now you can put your best foot forward. The whole thing is about not sabotaging someone else mm-hmm. or getting in their way, but everybody compares. And anybody who says they don't is either too successful, already successful, or they're lying. I'm a very envious person. It, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with me calling my manager and be like, so-and-so got this. Why did they get that? And I didn't. And then they say, well, they did this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, well, I wasn't going to do that. So there's Should that. we have a call-in segment with your manager where you just question her? I have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, you mean like every day? So I'm just keeping it real. Like everyone does that. Nobody wants to admit it, especially in this world of women where we're all constantly monitoring other women, admonishing other women, checking other women, canceling other women. We all do the same shit. And yeah. very few women walk that walk. Talk about women are always like, I want to lift up my sisters. You know who do that? Black women. Black women, I've noticed this. It's like they stick together and they uplift each other. And white women were always like, me too, my sister, fuck that bitch. Uh And so I go out of my way in my meetings to like suss out like who's fucking down and who's cool Uh because so many women talk about it and they don't walk that walk and they don't actually want to help women. And there are many that do. Women that do, Reese Witherspoon fucking walks that walk. Elizabeth Banks walks that walk. Uh You know a girl, you know a real one when you meet her mm-hmm. versus the kind they're like, oh my God, empowerment. And you're like, how many sweatshops do you own? So I'm just saying, just be a good person and water seeks its own level. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch. 
B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Is this a good time to tell you that I just go to all your meetings before you and I just say bad things about you because I'm jealous of your life? Are you jealous of my life? Mm-hmm. Were you? Where were you the, for no, the 10 years it took? No, you know what keeps took- me? That's the thing is I think sometimes I'm like, oh, Eliza's doing this cool thing. She's going to premiere or whatever. And I'm like, I I never would have had the ambition to put in to get to where you are. You like I just, it's not something that was. You go to so many premieres, by the way, but you're just behind the. I know. No, I'm just. I'm just with saying an autograph like, book. Yeah, and my little <laughs> my little way more stalker. Yeah. Um. No, I know, but but, or what? like you you have what? a home. Like what else? Oh, okay, you that know you cool. have a home. Uh. That is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I want a, I want a home. Of course, I want you want a bedroom. And, and I keep but telling again, you, if you stick with the company, once I get my own thing, I wait, will make I saw you. An Instagram meme that made me think of you because it was, it was basically the along one? the, but no, it was like along the line of the bananas, where it was like, oh. like people asking their Hollywood assistants, like, how much could a home cost? Three hundred dollars a month? Oh, the Bluth banana thing. Yeah. How much could a banana um, cost? Yeah, but but uh, I think looking at how the person got there is also important because sometimes you're envious because you're like we were the same they could I could have had that I think a lot of the time you sure. couldn't have had that it wasn't the right fit or the other person had had them. this experience that's the other thing that I always come back to I know we're getting off topic here one mm. of the questions that I always find so annoying is like are there any people that you look up to and it's like or any careers you admire or that you want and it's mm-hmm. like there are it's not the career as much as much as the choices and projects and that build and oeuvre of projects, but yeah. you know, you'll never have the exact same career as anyone. Mm-hmm. No matter and by the way, you're not the same. Whoever I get compared to, like maybe there's like a trade or two similar, but we're not the same. We don't do the mm-hmm. same things. Um and so it is because I always have to come back to that. I'm like, your career can never look like theirs. And by the way, for every swing and hit every time that person makes contact with something you don't know about what they failed at you don't know the 12 projects they tried or the six pilots they did or whatever it's very easy to write people off at a certain point but you have no idea how many failures it took just to get a modicum of success so right especially again we talked about her in a previous episode but like octavia spencer or like a john ham where they they were working or not in John Ham's case, not even really working for years and years and years and years before they blew up and, and became like what you now know of. Like it wasn't an easy road. I mean, John Ham maybe had an easy road, but. I think also talking to people and like knowing their heart goes a long way. It's very easy. Like you're a teacher to be like, oh, I don't like this one teacher. She's, she got, I don't know what, what's the teacher Olympics, like teach for America or she got this grant or she got whatever. Yeah. And she might be awful, but like, you don't know. Like, she's like, yeah, maybe I applied 10 times. Yeah. I bought all my own school supplies. I teach to kids that have no faces. Like, you kind of just don't know. Right. Sometimes you do know, and that person is empirically Sucks. awful. Yeah. Watch the film Bad Teacher. Don't no. be no, like, do Lucy not punch. No, that's not what this is. Kick it. I've said the magic words. Anonymous. We talked about how great I am. No, Hi, Lines Emily, Smoky Man and Tianfu. I am 28 years old and have no siblings. When COVID hit, my parents flooded me with digital info saying it's all fake and we have immune systems for a reason. I repeatedly asked them not to send me anything, but they won't listen. Mm. They were really butthurt. We couldn't celebrate Mother's Day or my mom's birthday in May. Now it's Father's Day and they assume that because California is opening up again, that COVID is gone. Wait, just be like, we can, but... It will be your last Father's Day. (laughs) I know for a fact that they're not taking this seriously despite being in their 60s and 70s. They're big on conspiracy theories and Alex Jones is their idol. Oh, Oh, no. When we spoke last, they said, it's not like COVID is airborne, which obviously infuriated me. For the umpteenth time we had the science conversation, I explained that is fact, not opinion. They said we need to agree to disagree. Every time we talk, it gets worse and they won't stop. I've heard you say many times to cherish family now because they won't be around forever. I try to keep that in mind when Maybe communicating with them, but I can't take it anymore. I set boundaries and they don't respect them. I even tell them I feel disrespected and they apologize and then keep doing it anyway. I've tried many different okay. approaches and nothing seems to work. Do I just let it go and try not to let it anger me going forward or should I approach them from a different angle? I'm at a loss, okay. especially since COVID started. Thanks so much. Here's the thing. You're saying I've tried many different things. What you haven't tried doing is saying that you have COVID-19. <laughs> I am not kidding. What if they're just like, oh, we don't believe you. Tell your parents, be like, I should come back from the doctor. I have Corona. And, and okay. Um, 
There is the version where you all day, every day, just combat their news articles, their fake news with your own fake news. There is the version where everything they send you, were like, here are the statistics. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really think all these scientists but lie? But these people, pictures? these Alex Jones people that are just like, oh, that's the big internet. It's lying to you. The For government sure. wants, and it's, oh. I, I don't know. I've never actually, other than like trolls or two, which I think just are there because they're super horny. I've never actually had the pleasure of debating with someone devoid of all logic who doesn't understand science. It's tough because it's your family. Um, all you can do is look out for your own health. Mm-hmm. I suggest crying to them and just being like, this is a real thing. Here That's are some people I, I know did. who got it. You can tell them your favorite comedian had corona and I just didn't tell anyone because I didn't want to look like an attention whore because a lot of celebrities are like, I have COVID-19. You're like, okay. Uh, but I did and uh, it's exhausting and I was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you can arm yourself with the facts, but at the end of the day, all you can truly control, um, are your own actions. Mm -hmm. Now, if you've been quarantined, you probably still can't see them because who knows what they're doing, but right. They're just outside licking people. It's so frustrating because that's, if they're an Alex Jones person, no logic is going to work on them. Why it's can't just not. You, you know what? Write it like a school paper. Be like, give me the reasons that you believe this is fake and then rebuttal, mm. rebut. With your own facts. Like maybe, are you good at arguing? Like, could you dismantle that argument? If they are dumb enough to believe in all of that stuff, maybe there's a way that you could Svengali like convince them. Take it on as a project. Build a website. Say it's Alex Build Jones. Build a wall of knowledge. Kick it. Anonymous. Love you all. Can't wait to see Eliza in Durham. November can't come soon enough. I know. Anyway. I know. Anyway, anyway, I'm told by people in my life that I'm really funny and should try stand up. I'm funny in the moment, quick witted and quippy, but I'm not sure I would translate on stage. Probably How not. do you take just being a funny person and make that into a set? I don't, I don't you know. Don't. Uh, God's honest truth, because that's always the thing. Like people tell me I should do stand up. I'm like, really? Because I'm pretty smart and like no one's ever told me to be a doctor. Morgan Murphy had a great joke about that. Um, She's very funny. She's very funny. And she filmed a special at Nerd Mount when that was still around. I'm in the audience. And if you watch it, you can see me. I think it's on Netflix. I'm in the front. I'm in the front row. Where she talks about being the funniest person in the office. And she like acts out like, I'm not going to do her joke. But but being the funniest person in the office is very different than getting up on stage and commanding a room. It's a very different type of humor. It's just a different skill set. Uh, Being the best player on your YMCA team is very different than being like in the NBA All-Star league game um uh-huh. it's just two different things uh-huh. you do you know it's very it's a normal thing for people to say like oh people say i'm so funny and uh-huh. sometimes that does work people tell uh, me that all the time they're like why aren't you in stand-up you I'm are like, because funny. it's too much work because too again work. i look at what you're doing i don't have i think you said this was this in your but you said this in something where you were like if 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 you can't live without doing stand-up then don't do it. Turns out you can. Words, Turns out right? if there's a government well, mandated quarantine, you can. <laughs> but yeah, right. If it's all you think about. If it's all because I just don't I I don't want to go out at 10 p.m. and right. do a open mic set. I'm tired. Right. I, I want to go to bed. But by the way, I don't either, which is why the comedy store is always so good about giving me like that 945 spot. But when you say you started doing whatever spots you could get. Yes. Yes. Look, here's what I say. You want to do it? Try First it. of all, most people have it and they're like, I gotta give on stage. Put together a couple minutes, go to an open mic. When those mm-hmm. open back up, try it. Bring some friends so you don't totally fall on your face. Do a Zoom. And then, no, that, is, that should Do not be your first- Do a Zoom for your friends. Nope, that should not be your first foray into comedy. <laughs> Do it. And if you get off that stage and something inside of you is like, that was such a rush. I can't wait to do that again. Maybe you're made for this. You are, I believe this, you are born a stand-up comic or you're not. Mm. Even if you're- not like me. Maybe you're a quiet comic or like altier or whatever. It's it's something in you. You desire to observe people or be self-deprecating, call things for what they are, and to have a stage. So it's one thing to be the funny girl in your group of friends, which we've all had that. There can be multiple ones. But actually getting on stage by yourself with no soundboard. Mm. If you do that, cobble together a couple minutes. And if you get off stage, you're like, that pain felt great. I can't wait for more. Then we'll go from there. At one point, I started working on a set and looking up flappers, open mics. Oh, my God. I would love to go to that. I would support that. I would let you open for me. So that's my answer. Try it. Try it. Try it. You don't know. Go, even before you do one, go to an open mic. Like, I used to sign up open micers, and I would sometimes stay after work because I would get a free drink and hang out with my coworkers (laughs) and drink my free drink and watch the open micers. Look, it's tough. People are really bad. As bad as you might think you are, there are people way worse than you. Oh, I mean, <laughs> there are people who are like mentally deranged. Yes, one person there. said I was there and they were just like, yeah, that white girl that signed me up, huh? She was there. 
And I'm like, yeah, it was there. So it was there. Joke. Uh, most professional comedians are also mentally deranged and horrible mm. people. Yeah. But um, give it a shot. Yeah. Just try it. Look, there's no Four minutes magic bullet. Try it. Magic bullet? Magic, yeah. Magic potion? No. Magic bullet? The vibrator and no. or food blender? No, I don't know. She's like, look, there's no vibrating wand. Look, there's no, no blender. Ass blaster um, 2000. Try, look, while you're at home right now. There's no double penetration, multicolored dildo answer. While okay, you're in your home, write a set, practice it. I recorded myself once. There's no multiple setting vibrating fist. Okay, there's no flashlight cure-all. Okay. I read, do you know the subreddit TIFU? Which is today I fucked up. No, I don't go on Reddit. Uh, somebody had you know a Reddit horrible is like thing happen with a vibrator. A murky cave that's just dripping with jizz and weirdos. And every that's once in a while- you search yourself. Every once in a while, in a while, there's like a gem or like, oh, a little creature. But for the most part, it's just like, Ugh, I'm in the Reddit cave. The problem is, is that it's like, when you first go to it, it's like if you just looked at Twitter and not just people you follow, but just everyone, like just most recent things on Twitter. So once you whittle it down, like, and I follow, specific yes, subreddits. I get it. You know, You're the Reddit master, mistress, mistress. There was an upsetting one about somebody's vibrator. Why isn't it mistress? If you're the Reddit master, why is it why isn't it mistress? I don't know. Mistress it giant. sounds like mattress. No, it, that's not why. This predates mattress. <laughs> why Ma- do you think the you mistress firm? I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'm okay, calling. I'll look into that. Kick it. Anonymous, is anyone else excited for the upcoming Shark Tank episodes post-pandemic? I'm excited to see what everyone invented during quarantine. They're like, you know, I had the I had a Shark Tank idea today. We have we made our own oat milk and it's in a mason jar because we're white. Um, it's a mason jar and I poured it, but it always drips. And it's like, hey sharks, tired of dripplies down the side of your mason jar? Dripplies. This it'll catch your drips. Uh I wonder if it's episodes that were shot before quarantine and edited subsequently, or if it's all quarantine products, because that seems short-sighted to me, given that the intensity of quarantine won't last forever. Like it's a mask that also doubles as a TV. You can use when you're staying at home, not seeing your family. Uh All right. But uh, yeah, love Shark Tank. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, people have to to invent things. It's like, I wonder if you should invent something for dor- during quarantine or if everybody just kind of keeps hoping it's going to end tomorrow. I think it's that. So you're not going sort to? Sort of a cognitive dissonance. Somebody yeah. fix all the security issues in Zoom? <sighs> Anonymous. Hi, Liza, Emily, and Tom. Don't worry. We'll find a way guy. around them. Havoc wreakers. Kick it. I am an Asian female engaged to a white to man. Okay, I'm sorry. Speaking. Go ahead. Shocker, I know. I'm an Asian female engaged to a white, man. nerdy, Jewish man. That seems to be Before the way I met goes. my fiance, I'd only dated other Asian guys and he'd only dated other white girls. Given the current <laughs> and times- And he'd only dated other Asian guys too. It's a real new horizon for both of us. Given the current times, I'm finding that he and I stand on very different sides of the issue. I believe of that what? we must put an end to systemic racism and he doesn't think it's as bad as everyone says. The only common ground we have is putting an end to police brutality. My question is- do I want to marry someone who doesn't acknowledge his white privilege given that I am a POC or do I stick with him and hope that as I expose him to other POC, he will slowly change on his own? I've tried to engage him in a dialogue about this, but he usually ends up being defensive and I turn into a rage monster. I love him very much and he's so loving to me, but I don't know if our love trumps this turning point in history. Are they engaged? Um, yes. Engaged. I, you got to look, that is not a question I can answer. You're doing a build up, but I'm going to talk. You did a deep orca inhale. Look, look, we all want to act like we're woke and to an extent many of us are and we try, you know, it is okay that you change prerogative and you grow uh, and your partner doesn't always grow with you. Mm-hmm. Now, if everything else is great and maybe, and I hate to say this, but like if you live, yes, we should all be working to end this white supremacy and we should all be working to end racism. Mm-hmm. I don't know your life. And I know it's very easy to be like, fuck him up for screw that guy. I don't know. I don't know your life. I don't know the relationship. I don't know where you live. Um, I don't know if you have any allies where you are. I don't know. if I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But you need to decide if that is a bigger sign of larger issues that are to be manifested because chances are, I understand a guy being like, it's not that big of a deal because he hasn't seen and done the research because Mm -hmm. yes, if you come from like a nice suburb, like sure, I grew up, I grew up white, not anymore. It is- it is not as readily apparent mm-hmm. as it is to 
black people slash people of color. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's okay that you grew up that way, but to not seek out that information any further makes you ignorant. So you really have to decide for yourself. Is this something emblematic of something larger? Is this a hill you want to die on? Because this will not be the first time this comes up. He definitely has some thoughts about Asians that he's not telling you. Uh, as well as probably Jews and blacks and all and everyone else. So just think about this is something you're gonna have to tiptoe around the rest of your life. And he will never, no one's ever going to fully understand what it's like to be other. Um, just like you'll never know what it's like to be a man or what they go through. Um, but if he's not even open to a conversation, that's the part. So if he's getting defensive and he's not, he doesn't think it's as bad as Ram says, and he's defensive. I can only imagine that's rippling out in other areas of his life that he's not, you know more about something. He's not listening. He's refusing to, Mm -hmm. to see your side of it. That's more important, bigger issue. To me, this is him not respecting you. Mm -hmm. Maybe wanting you to be a little bit more submissive to him, which might go hand in hand with the way a lot of people perceive Asian women, white male relationships. I'm not the one that wrote those rules, but that's what people think of. Uh, I think he thinks you're one thing and perhaps you're not. Or maybe something else. But even if he doesn't think that, the fact of the matter is you have an opinion and he is getting angry at you for it. In this case, you happen to be armed with facts and he's unwilling to hear them. Your husband, this is the person you're going to spend your life with, should want to hear what you have to say. Uh Should want to have a conversation, a calm one. My husband and I all the time, Noah's usually right, but I'll say something and we just talk. And a lot of the time, halfway through, I'll be like, yeah, you're right. Uh And I'm so grateful for that. And if I'm right, which I'm pretty sure I am sometimes, I just rant and he just lets me, but we're never angry at each other. No, you listen to each other, even if you don't agree. Yeah, I accused him of something one time. It's irrelevant. Has It's nothing bad or anything, but okay. it was, you know, an assault on his character or something. He's like, I don't do that. And I just kind of gave him some reasons why I thought that. And it, it kind of, I think it Pick hurt it him. Nose. I think it hurt him more than anything. Mm-hmm. And days later he was like, hey, I just want to go back to this. Like you said that, but I, I really don't think I do that. Like- as a self-reflective man, like he like thought mm-hmm. about that, mm-hmm. you know? So you would hope that that would be, I'm not saying my husband's perfect, but I'm saying like, you would hope it would be more of like, huh, I got to look into that versus like the right. anger, which a lot of, it happens with a lot of guys. Like you go to right. anger. We all get angry when we feel embarrassed. Right. You know? So. Well, and the defensiveness of him as a, as a white man telling you a person of color that, that what your experience is in isn't true because also there's a version where you're like yeah one time someone said something and he's like it's not as bad as what other people you know mm-hmm. if you've tried sharing what's happened to you and by the way what has happened to you may not be that big of a deal like it could have a couple comments or it's still damaging but the fact that he has no empathy right and it takes yeah. time to develop that to really because it, it is hard right to look at someone totally different and really put yourself in their shoes but mm-hmm. i don't know how you could look at all the history and the images and the pain and the fear and think any, and, and be like, well, it's not, it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a multi-layered issue and it is a lot of unlearning and to gr- a degree, a lot of us, myself included, I feel like I'm exiting a matrix. Mm. Yeah. My friend Lenon said that to me. He was my friend in high school. We were like BFF mm-hmm. he's black. And he was just, I, we were texting about it as all white people are doing with their black friends. And I just told him all the things I was feeling. And he said, congratulations, you are exiting the matrix. And I was just like, oh my God, I feel so cool. Morpheus. It is, yeah, because I think both of us probably were raised relatively liberally and aware, but but you and I were not raised the same. No, but I think in ter- in terms of that, I yeah, think sure. Similar. No, right. But even now, I always thought I was, you know, pretty open, whatever. But I, I even in the last few months, my I feel like I've gotten such a better understanding of it's the stuff that I didn't know that I didn't know. Sure. And I I I crave stuff like that. Mm. Cause I always want to like know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to call up a black friend and be like, tell me everything. Cause of course it's not their job, but I do want to know. You got something to tell me, I want to know it. Yeah. So Oh. Yeah, and more and more people. And that's one thing I'm enjoying about Twitter as much as it stresses me out no, is it's bad. because people are sharing other people's stories. I'm seeing a lot more of people's individual experiences. Instagram and too, I think yeah. that, that that connects with me more than statistics is seeing like all these people because somebody will share an experience and everyone else will be like, oh, that happened to me, that happened to me. And I'm like, oh my God. And by the way, super normal to be like, I wonder if that's true. And that's okay to question stuff because mm-hmm. liberal or conservative, the news will always show you a version of it. Mm-hmm. Make sure to watch the whole video. Always look at local, like, uh, 
people's camera phones versus like something that could have been doctored. Read the whole article. Make up your own mind. You know, you mm-hmm. don't have to give an over yourself over to sensationalism, but this many people mm-hmm. for this many years. Um, so in short, your fiance is a racist and it's going to cause you a lot of grief. Right. Only you can truly assess his character of whether this is something that he is going to change or yeah. it is something that he is very defensive about and is always going to fight now, especially because you you make it a point to call out that you're in a, an interracial relationship. I You would think that people had brought that up to him before and I would wonder We're spending a how lot of time he responds. On this. I know. Sure. I, I, it's up to you. We're also, I don't you. know what type of Asian you are, but they're, you know- whether it's work camps or rail, like the Japanese work camps or like Chinese building railroads or, you know, there is typically, depending if you're not just a white person, there is some sort of oppression that happened with your ethnic group mm-hmm. in the United States. And Irish, don't come after us. We know you were oppressed. You we two Italians, to take it, it easy. Uh, so anyways, I just make it personal, make it and be honest. Mm-hmm. And he, you need to have a come to Jesus. Yeah, and if he can't respect that, that's when you can kind of call it. Kick it. Anonymous. This is going to be a little long. Sorry in advance. No, it's not that long. Boy, you're not even sorry. It's not that long. First, I love your podcast. It's amazing. Thank you so much, you guys. So I am 23. Me too. And just graduated college Mm -hmm. and got a job in the city where I graduated from. My girlfriend from college was younger than me, and we broke up for a multitude of reasons, but mainly because she transferred to another school. This feels like two chicks. Is it two chicks? feels like two chicks. I don't know. Maybe it's because your voice is like so girly. A chick. But feels may- like two lesbi- but it always mainly, feels like two lesbians. But mainly because you transferred to another school. It's just too much for her. She Definitely sounds to- like a lesbian now. <laughs> she needed to grow up. Okay. I am working at a school and didn't really get close to any coworkers until about November of 2019. Why? What happened? One coworker of mine, we will call her A, okay. started inviting me to hang out with her and her roommates. Her roommates... Jay and I began to get really close. Okay. I later found out that Jay and A used to date. Okay. But Jay and I had already kind of passed the friendship line and have really begun to like each other. Okay. Currently, Jay and I are talking and getting to know each other still, and it's going really well. She is pretty amazing. We are in a weird spot and have not told A yet because Jay and A are still roommates with each other and their other roommate. At some point, we know we are going to have to tell A about us if it continues to go well. Am I a complete ass for even continuing no. to talk to Jay, even though it feels so right? If not, how should we tell A about us? A was the initial friend that invited you over, and then a you co-worker. started hanging out right with the roommate. They're not dating anymore, and they live together. Is this a girl? Because A is a girl. This is for Jay sure is a, a lesbian. Girl, and no, they this used is to date because so, if, no. Yeah. Listen to me. Okay, it's lesbians because okay. Hold on. They're lesbians because the person talking is way too concerned about someone else's feelings. If okay. it were a dude, they'd be like, I fucked her. Whoops, Daisy. I fell deep inside right. her. So A invited Anonymous over. Let, okay. me, let me recap it. Our teacher was invited over by A, uh-huh. whose roommate is J. Uh-huh. Our teacher started, basically it started like hooking up with, hanging out with J. Flirting with J. Even though J and A used to date. Here's my thing. My rule is always this. First of all, it's weird that they live together. That's complicated. They're definitely lesbians because lesbians like mate live and room for life. But this thing where it's very young. Also, you're like in your 20s. 23. Yeah, it's a very young person thing. I had this one friend in college who like basically claimed everyone. And it's like, just because you kissed this one dude once, like doesn't mean you've peed on him and marked him forever. I believe unless they were like married or something, like you dated, it's over. Mm -hmm. It's a little weird because they live together. But you know what? I say the truth will set you free. And you talk to Jay. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. A. A is a coworker though. Talk to the coworker. And be like, hey, um, I just, I think I have feelings for so-and-so. I hung out with them a few times. You don't want them to feel like you do this behind their back. But the truth is, if she's saying they're just friends, that's it. Mm-hmm. You just come clean. There's nothing to hide. Uh, it will, you will make it worse mm-hmm. the longer you wait. Or they could just move out. But just be cool because it's your coworker and you just be like, hey, here's what you do. Yeah. You always frame it like this. I wanted to give you the respect of saying, I really like this person. I wanted to make sure there was nothing going on between you because she might be like, I actually still love her so much. And then you got to back yeah, off. Yeah, then you got to back off. Um, mm-hmm. Or this is the person you want to marry. Maybe it's different. But keep in mind, you're 23 and you still mm-hmm. got college rules applying. And you brought up your ex-girlfriend at the beginning of the post so it turned out had nothing to do with this. Yeah, so, that was weird. So you're, you know. It's- Look, you won't know these people in five years. So fucking just set it all on fire. Be honest. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Kick it. Anonymous. Hey, Liza and Emily. I think people are probably like, who's this? What is this world Eliza lives in where she's just setting friends on fire <laughs> and not keeping them for more than like a month? I'm just saying, no drama. Kick it. 
So I've been thinking, Although, can I say this one thing? Mm. This happened to me a very long time ago. I had a friend, meh, friend of the group, like she and I never hung out and she thought this boy was cute. So I went online to like talk to him for her and he and I just started talking mm-hmm. and I brought her up and he was like, yeah, I'm just not into her. Yeah. He's like, but I like you. Uh-huh. And she kind of always was like, you stole him. And I was like, but he, he wasn't didn't interested. like you. Yeah. And I did like him after he yeah. said he liked me and we dated for quite some time. So there's always that like girls have to, this is unrelated to this. You have to stop with victim mentality and you have to stop with like, you stole him. He was up for stealing. He wasn't happy. You don't steal someone that doesn't want to be stolen. Mm. We're not damsels in distress. So if the guy doesn't like you, don't take that out on the other girl. Right. I think do it maliciously. Uh, yeah, I wonder why these two broke up. Maybe they just I are don't. like, I'm friends. No. Okay. That was a good episode. I think we answered a lot of questions, fix a lot of problems, and uh, vanquish some racists. And now it's time for Top of the Cob, brought to you by Tianfu. Tianfu, when you need a donut hole for a mouth. Kick it. It's the top of the cob. You're doing it right. Every day, you just take a bite. Top of the cob. Uh, my top of the cob. Where is it? Oh, my top of the cob. I've gotten into watching what we do in the shadows. I know I'm very mm. late to the party. It is very funny. Taika Waititi uh, always does funny stuff. I really enjoy Nandon, who is the head vampire. And I am attracted to him in such a strong way as is. Like fully as a vampire. Uh, he's so fucking funny. And the way he says, Leslo, Guillermo, Nadia. I find it very attractive. I'm very attracted <laughs> to that man. And I watched the episode yesterday where they, the vampires go to a Super Bowl party, but they thought they were going to a superb owl party and mm-hmm. they really admire this. There's like a king owl that they were looking forward to meeting. And they're like, we enjoyed the party, but the owl never showed up. It's a very funny show. It's edited beautifully. Um, what we do in the shadows. I haven't seen the movie yet, but it's on Hulu. Uh, Hulu has some of the worst commercials that actually have turned me against products like Carvana and Progressive mm-hmm. because their commercials are so bad. Lays low. Guillermo. My top of the cob is last night I cooked my bagel bites in the toaster oven instead of the microwave. Whoa. Game changer, right? Game changer. Crispo. Took longer, but it was worth it. And plus the, the, is there cream cheese already in them? Bagel bites? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's like a toaster like that. Okay, It's a little, it's a little bagel with a little pizza. Yes. Little baby pizza. Crisp it up. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer for sure. My bottom of the cob is, and this sounds weird when I say it, the Okay, it's the uproar over the Confederate statues getting taken down, which we've visited a couple times. The The bottom of the cob is the uproar. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've visited this several times as a nation, taking down Confederate statues. Yeah. Uh, people get so upset. Of course, there's a whole thing going around about how the Confederacy lasted five years, like fucking get over it. Yeah. Um, it's not your heritage. It is five years. There are Southern things that will always be your heritage that are even to an extent, like a little, not so much my heritage, but part of my upbringing um, in terms of references, stuff like that. But here are the rules of history. When you lose, your shit comes down. Mm-hmm. You lose, your statue comes down. Saddam Hussein, Stalin, the Berlin Wall, Hitler, mm-hmm. big parts of Greece, most of Rome. <laughs> so you lose, your things get taken down and- I understand what that represents to some Southerners, which at its root is what you're fighting for is slavery. That's what made everyone's like, the South will rise again. It rose in the first place because of free slave labor. Uh So every time you say that, you're really saying fuck you to a black person. Like you really deeply are if you think about that. And I realize that to you, it represents this antebellum, uh, whistling Dixie, romanticized old South, Uh but that goes hand in hand. You cannot have that without slaves. Uh Um, It would be like if there were just, Nazi flags everywhere. And they're like, well, it just represents like German German uniformity Mm -hmm. and solutions for economic downturn. You're like, no, it represents liquidation of millions of Jews. Yep. So quit fucking bitching. Them's the rules of war. You lost, your general shouldn't be up. Robert E. Lee, in a museum, 100%. -hmm. You want to put a plaque somewhere? This was a battle? Great. Mm -hmm. Just because it was a battle, it's historical. But when you lose, your things come down. Even when you change of a guard, Miss America doesn't continue to wear the crown. She gives it to someone else. Things get passed on. Things come down. Uh, It's been several hundred years. The South ain't gonna rise again. I hate to tell you. I hate to be the one to bring it to you. My bottom of the cob is, it's so bright at night. I'm just trying to watch Dina Meyer movies in peace. Lethal seduction. 
undertow, etc. I just want to watch my movies. And it's still the sun is out at 7 p.m. Thanks for watching, you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to submit your questions. Well, you know what? Just wait until it's winter, and then it'll be dark outside at 4. And then we can be vampires. You are my Guillermo. Um, thanks for listening to... I almost said don't panic pantry. Ask Alliance anything. Subscribe, click, listen, share it with a friend. You want to do your uh, civic duty as a fan? Share this podcast with a friend. Okay, okay. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.